This is Mapping Healthy Minds, a podcast that explores the intersection of real life and mental health. I am licensed marriage and family therapist Justin Lewis, and I am also your host. On today's episode, I bring on the Compass president and owner, Katie Englert. Katie and I talk about the history of Compass, and we also discuss the importance of celebrating milestones. Katie uh, and I talked a little bit about how Compass started and her uh, kind of dreams behind that. We talked about the importance of um, finding those times in life to celebrate what's important to you. And so before we get into that, I do want you to know that Mapping Healthy Minds is brought to you by Compass Counseling. At Compass, we have the services for individuals, couples, children, people of all ages. We have offices in Paducah, Owensboro, Henderson, and telehealth services for all over the state of Kentucky. So if you are interested in making an appointment with us, you can find us at compasscounseling.com. Calm. And now, without any further ado, my interview with Compass President and Owner Katie Englert. We're going to talk about the importance of recognizing positive times and celebrating milestones. Yes. Milestones uh, and other good things that happen in our life because we can easily become focused on negative things that happen in our life, uh-huh. which I'm not totally opposed to as a therapist. It's kind of like I don't want couples to always get along. I don't want people to always be feeling good because I don't like really take away my business. But <laughs> You would think that. But that's not true. That's a joke. <laughs> <clears throat> it's really a joke. So let's talk about <laughs> milestones that are positive. Yes, let's talk about that. So you have one in particular that just so happened to have occurred this oh my month. Gosh, what a coincidence. And that uh, it impacts you directly. Me directly as well, but not, not so much as you. So why don't you talk about this milestone that happened for you this month? Yeah, so on May 1st, Compass Counseling had its eight-year anniversary in business. So that's a huge deal for me um, and for you. And, yeah. well, maybe not quite as huge of a deal for you, but hopefully um, huge for anyone who has um, worked with our office before or been served or worked here Um throughout those years um it's kind of incredible and mm-hmm. and it's worth celebrating it really is it does impact me greatly i enjoy being here and here how about this see how weird this sounds to you okay i've been a part of compass counseling for 25 percent of its existence does that sound strange no does that sounds about right 25 percent i've been around that sounds good yeah i mean yeah. it's good but it's like kind of surprising if i think about it that way yeah it's surprising. I see it in how my kids grow because my business and my youngest child are really about the same age because yeah. he was six months old. Oh, yeah. Right. So it's funny because I can physically like see him growing over the years and it's and I can see Compass physically growing, too. But like mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting uh, parallel. How that just yeah, directly relates to one another. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's hard for me to believe that it's been eight years. Like it, mm-hmm. it's gone by quickly. Um, sometimes, and then sometimes it seems like 
you know, like last year seemed like the year that never ended. Um, I mean, in a way, but it's almost <laughs> like it was just like a throwaway year, you know? It's like anytime we think oh, about what happened last it. year, because anniversaries weren't quite the same and things yeah, we weren't didn't cele- get to celebrate. It's quite like as much. like events, you know. Remember last year at this event? Well, it's like automatically. Remember two years ago at this event? Yeah. You know, so it's almost like this year that it's like a just hope deferred throws year. away. It's a throwaway year. Yeah. But yeah, eight years. Why don't you talk a little bit about how Compass started then? Everybody so, wants to know. Everybody wants to know. Um, so I was working uh, for an agency and um, a lot of hours, and I was managing a big team of therapists and case managers. And um, and my husband's from Paducah. I'm not from here. So we had a four-year-old and a new baby. And I was like, okay, so I'm working a lot of hours and not making very much money. (laughs) It's a bad equation. And a bad equation. And, you know, I feel bad that this happens to therapists in school, but for some reason, like, you're taught that, like, you're, oh, yay, you're going to work in mental health. Oh, and you just need to go ahead and accept that, like, you're going to be really poor. And. (laughs) Right. It's a shame. Yeah. And it's a lie. So, like. I feel like that that's a terrible way to set someone up for a profession and for a career. And I've always thought that. And so I was like, hold on a second. Like, I can make this much money, like, even if I do, like, a mediocre to average job. And that's just not how I do things. So, like, mm-hmm. I felt pretty good about it and knew that that's what I wanted to do. Um, So my husband was supportive. And I was like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. So I rented a closet from a doctor in town. And started seeing clients. I credentialed myself with the insurance companies and got really busy pretty quickly. Hired Jenny Green to help me in the office. She worked five hours a week to help me. (laughs) I don't know how you went on without that. (laughs) And, um, you know. We love you, Jenny. (laughs) Yeah, we do. And, uh, but I didn't like working by myself. It was awful that's the downside for private practice people right? think is oh that, i can do this for myself i'm like but you're how like about it super lonely it is not fun and then if you get a <laughs> right if you get a can- cancel or a client doesn't make their appointment then you're really lonely and then you're feeling bad about yourself whereas in a group practice you can like go in the hallway and talk to somebody and commiserate or talk about a case and group practice is where it's at. Or have coffee oh, or oh, you have know. Co- <laughs> yeah for sure for sure group practice is totally where it's at and it you know so I was like okay so who are people I like who can I and I got really busy so I was like who can I bring on and so I brought on a friend and then just started growing and it was really not uh well thought out or planned um Scott Long had just graduated and you know if you know about Compass you probably know about Scott and um he was my first supervisee and then from there we just started you know my dad gave me a piece of advice a long time ago about starting a business and it was you need, if you, if there's a problem when you put the key in the door every day and you're dreading going in there, it better be a temporary circumstance because um, you should like whatever business that you're building. building. Yeah, um, for sure. It's the and, point. If and not, so yeah. the culture has always been important to me. Um, anybody who knows me or talks to me about that, that's 
that's number one. And, and, and treating therapists really well is number two. Um, because if we have those two things, then we can serve our community really well. So that's kind of where it started. And then from there, it's just kind of been a organic process up until now. Yeah, yeah. just keeps growing. Yeah. So we were talking about that a little bit in the hallway or some somewhere like that. And you had talked about the importance of celebrating important milestones, events, anniversaries. So convince the audience that that's a good idea. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's easy, especially if after we've come through a year that we really celebrations were really um, put on the back burner. Um, You had to figure out different ways to do it. You had to like do it smaller or on the internet or it just kind of felt weird and didn't feel authentic authentic in the same way that it always had yeah yeah and so I think too um you know it feels like people are okay about sharing when are more and more okay about sharing like bad news or things when and it's almost like oh I have this good news like I kind of feel bad sharing it like <laughs> sometimes and I and I and I don't yeah. operate in that place so I you know, I feel like, yes, we should, we should, you know, be with people and be present when things are hard, but also, you know, we're mental health. So we need to, to demonstrate and show and celebrate when things are good. Um, because that's part of mental health as well is recognizing and making space for and verbalizing and sharing and celebrating and, um, when things are good, when good things happen and milestones are met. How often right. do we talk about gratitude, you know? A of lot. Of course, yeah, definitely. makes a big difference to, to focus on the positives. And if we talk about being real and being genuine, mm-hmm. then we've got to cover the good parts too, right? I mean, right. we don't always think about that when we talk about this person's real or genuine. We think about just being willing to talk about the downside. But if we want people to be real or genuine with us, we need to know how to take it when they tell us good things that happen as well right and we don't need to accept you know that celebrations or good things are going to be skipped you know like there is there's I've seen it in the past year maybe a little more than normal um where people are um, minimizing those things and I really think that it's a unifier to celebrate so I mean I think whenever you're talking about something that people do together um to celebrate when those things do happen and, and it does affect your mind, mind mindset and kind of, um, your overall morale. Um, nobody can sustain wah, wah, Debbie Downer, everything mm-hmm. bad's happening. You have to find those celebration points in the midst of when things are not going well, or when it's just like the, the day-to-day struggles of life, because we work hard you know, and we, and we help people and there's hard parts of that. Um, just like everybody in their career or in their life, they have hard parts and there's no denying that, but, um, taking time to celebrate well Mm -hmm. and to, um, enjoy that, um, is definitely good for your soul. No question. So somebody may not recognize until they listen to this that they don't always do a good job of celebrating things or uh, identifying anniversaries or appreciating the you know the ongoing positives in their life what would be one step that you would tell them 
to take in order to do a better job of that? So I think one way to do that, that anybody can take this step is to have a calendar. <laughs> okay. And that seems really practical. It's about paper calendar, old school. Um, I'm a fan. Yeah, I've got um, a calendar in here. Every year, my mother-in-law gives me a Cubs calendar. Isn't that the best? Like, it who is. doesn't love getting a fresh new calendar? Like, I can't. Like, I don't know why that is so amazing, but, like, it just feels good. It feels new. It feels like, oh, mm-hmm. fresh new breath. <laughs> um, but you can get them. There's all kinds of prices. So the first thing that I always do every year, and I usually do this in December, um, is I get my calendar from the year before, and then I transfer people's birthdays to it. Okay, that's a good idea. And anniversaries are important dates that I want to remember. So I do that. Um, and then I also, um, so I think that that's one. Um, two, I think if you're in relationships with people, um, especially in a marital relationship, <laughs> if we're going to talk about that. I think it's important. You know, we were just talking about the love languages over, over <laughs> um, after lunch. Um, and everybody knows what those are. But um, if you don't. Don't worry about it. Call us. No, don't worry about it if you don't know. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. You know, it is important if you're in a relationship with someone to ask, but what are your anniversary expectations? Like, how do we celebrate this together? If it's a together thing to celebrate, how are right. we going to celebrate together? Sure. Um, because, you know, whether you're married or, if, you know, if whatever you're celebrating work things, um, it's important to include people who are celebrating um, because... It's much more fun to celebrate with somebody than without. It is. And some people, you know, we all know that there are people out there who would come to a celebration, but maybe not, it wouldn't dawn on them that it's important to take time um, to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's part of living well. So I think to talk to, if that's not your strength, or even if it is, um, if we haven't made our expectations clear, um, there could be some disappointment I guess and I think that happens a lot on things like wedding anniversaries um (laughs) because people don't have you know it's especially when you've been married for a while it's like oh yeah yes how many times can I go to the nicest restaurant in town right and if you had a conversation about it a a couple weeks or months before you may agree like hey let's do something adventurous or let's take a trip or let's you know I don't know cook something whatever you want to do whatever you want to do to celebrate but (laughs) you can talk about it um so i think that that is important so that would be my tip is to keep a calendar that's a basic tip at least sure yeah it's the way to get a rhythm going get a system going where you're gonna remember that every year Mm -hmm. one thing i would say is to have no pressure on what level it is you know like we were kind of saying with the anniversary it's like what I said was how many times can you eat at the nicest restaurant in town kind of thing and yeah. or like the energy of planning a trip is more than being able to celebrate it it's like I mean anything you want to do is okay to you don't have to meet a certain level I think that's a barrier for people in a lot of things in life is they feel like they have to do something monumental and the fact that you feel like you've got to do something monumental causes you to freeze up and then you do nothing at all right like, it could be, like, anything. Anything at all, just to recognize it. Like, I think of, like, taking a picture. It could be, you know, something that you make together. It could be um, having a fancy glass of champagne somewhere, and that's it. Like, not even having the meal. Or, you know, it could be, like, all these different little things. Mm-hmm. Um 
plant out a tree or, you know, it, it could be all these things. Um, but, but having the conversation and, and talking about that is kind of um, a good way to, you know, celebrate and fulfill dreams too within a relationship. Yeah. And how about this? Remembering that the celebration, especially within relationships, is between you and them. And you don't have to, like, impress anyone else with, right. your, with your anniversary. That's a problem, too, right? Yep. It's like, hey, what'd you do for your anniversary? I don't know. We got our favorite hamburger and uh, sat on the back porch and talked about something. You know, like, who cares if someone else doesn't think that's fancy as getting champagne and eating at the nicest restaurant in town, right? right. Or what if you're, somebody takes you to the fancy, you know, restaurant, but that's not what you want to do. Yeah. You want to ask exactly. the 20 questions on Pinterest about, like, <laughs> 20 questions ask your spouse every year on your anniversary well, that's a good idea we've done that before yeah at the at the river wall i'm oh. sure that tony was like over the top that sounds like something that. he would really enjoy <laughs> <laughs> seems like he'd want to spend a lot of time hey, just he, talking he yeah he did talking it. He about things in depth yeah yeah there you we'll, go. Give him, we'll give him a gold star hey, you know for effort he did something that was important to you it was important to me so that shows a lot that he cares about you enough to say We'll look at these questions that you printed off your Garmin <laughs> training and look at building a healthy foundation and a happy home uh, right. house project. Yes. So there you go. Okay. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good husband right there. Yeah. I'll keep him. Good, good choice. <laughs> well, I think for, you Anything? know, if we're going to talk about compass and celebrating, I think one thing that has grown with us is our ability to serve our community a little better. Um, over the past couple of years, I think I know that just even this podcast, there are just things like this that are um, an opportunity for us to give back to our community um, in Western Kentucky. I, I feel really strong about Western Kentucky. I love mm-hmm. it. I'm from here. Um, love the people. I mean, you name it. Um, and I care very um, intently on bringing high quality mental health care to people in our region. I think it's very important. Um, so I think that through um, the growth has allowed us to serve in that way mm-hmm. a little better, whether that is us talking in the community to schools, whether it's to business owners, whether it's to the chamber, the Kiwanis, um, and the podcast gives us a little bit broader of a region that people can be anywhere and hear yeah. it. Um, so, um, and then just expanding even on that on groups and courses that are online and on demand, um, telehealth. Um, there's just so many other ways that we've been able to um, give back and serve that I never even considered or um, thought about in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So celebrating that as well. Yes, we do counseling and I feel like we do it very well. Um, and we do some case management, but I feel really good about the service component, um, that has been able to flourish mm-hmm. with our growth. It is nice to be able to be a resource for the community in that way. Um, people know who we are you say compass counseling which is pretty cool right yeah. and it's because of that it's because we care enough about the community to provide services to be out there helping in the ways that we can help so and i think connecting people so if we don't if it's something we don't offer you know i feel like 
that's a part of we're not a nonprofit, you know, we're not an agency. So I think mm-hmm. um, knowing what we are good at and how we can serve, but also knowing, okay, there's somebody in this community that's better at that. And here they are. Um, I think that that helps us to build trust with our with our region and our community um, with that we have that open mindset um, mm-hmm. about our field and not, oh, we can't send anybody anywhere else. Um, you know, I, I feel very strongly about getting people um, to the best place that, that can serve them best. If you make the client, if you make the community your priority, mm-hmm. you're not going to have to worry about the dollar. Right. If you worry about the dollar, you may have to worry about reaching the community. Yes. So, yeah, obviously there's a part to play in looking at as a private business, but I think just like the focus is what you're saying. It's what I'm hearing you say is that if we focus on the community, everything else will fall in line basically. Yeah. If you treat people well, if and you treat and people well, they're going to treat you well. Yes. As the business owner, I'm sure that's kind of the approach you seem to take, right? If you treat the therapist well, the therapists are going to take care of you, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So very good. All right. What's your favorite way to celebrate Justin? My favorite way to celebrate? If you have a big win. That's a good question. Well, here's one unique way I like to celebrate. I like to celebrate my own birthday by writing my age in years. So It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like doing that. That's kind of fun. I just go out, usually take about half the day off and ride around the area. How many miles? I think miles? last year, <laughs> I don't mind saying my age. <laughs> if I, was, I don't mind saying my age, and then I'll tell them how much younger I am than you (laughs) not much not much at all Um, (laughs) let's see so last year how long I got to remember how old I am this year I'll be I'm 39 38 thank you that'll help you thank you I appreciate that so yeah uh, last year I tried to route one because I'm from here I like to draw out like tour day Justin so a lot of like Went by my grandmother's house, went by my high school. Like etch sketch kind of? Went by like all these meaningful yeah, places okay. to me where I, yeah. So anyways, um, that was my, my deal last time. Maybe this time is when I'll, it's probably going to be longer than 39 miles, but my tour day compass, I told you about the tour day compass, right? No. I didn't tell you? Maybe it's you probably, cause, probably cause I already had your, um, know where you live. So I was talking with some coworkers <laughs> about my riding and how I w- went close to their house. So then I thought, oh, that'd be fun if I could ride by everybody's house as part of, part of one of my rides. That is good. And so I was thinking about where everybody lived and I already know where you live. Um, so I didn't have to ask you for your address. But that's on my bike riding agenda is to do a tour day compass. So prepare to have a little snack ready for me That's whenever I make it over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that'll be my uh, eighth year compass celebration. That's what I'll do every year, every May. Go. I'll do there the tour go. day compass right out of everybody's house. You can host a bike However, ride. I will say if some people are going to be left out if they live like in a different county or something. Yeah, well, I mean, That's you can't just, do everything. Can't be all the things. Sorry, all. I have to be somewhat exclusive in that, yeah. but I have my limitations. Yeah, sounds good. But that's one way I like to celebrate. I like to celebrate in a lot of different ways. I have, I, I do like to buy myself like special things sometimes and they're not always like, it could be something really random, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, a piece of art or, um, a purse or, 
Doesn't sound too random for a a female. Um, So those are things that I buy myself sometimes. And then I really also like to have, I like to gather. So I like to have parties. I like to take people out to do things. I like experiences like that. Um, Those things give me a lot of joy. I like seeing people connect and hang out and laugh. That brings me a lot of joy and Mm -hmm. That, to me, is always a good way to celebrate um, when I'm doing that. And I, and I do like to, I like to give gifts um, for celebration as well. So, and I'm not a gift giver. Like, that's not my thing. But um, that's not my love language. And you, wait, hang on. Let <laughs> me get this right. It's not your love language, but you still do no. it. Are you sure that's legal? Is that possible? I know. Is that within the I'm human like defying, condition? I'm defying Oh my goodness! I'm defying the language. Oh, you just—how dare you? I know. We're expecting out of, of your of love, love, language. love languages. We have all of them <laughs> in us. We do. We celebrated a couple of years ago. Let me give you a little shout out. After you won Entrepreneur of the Year, I did in 2020. We celebrated in downtown Paducah right before the COVID struck. Yes, that was a good time. Okay. That was a shock, um, but a welcomed uh, blessing and. Um, thrilled for that but it was a very fun time to celebrate and um, you know I talked to some of one of the uh, owners downtown about the celebration and um, they told me they were like yeah that was like the busiest night in the history of our <laughs> not bet. because of not because I won because like the chamber event was down there and right. there um, were hundreds was of a, people down there it was yeah. a good time and everybody in Paducah was out or a lot of people not everybody I shouldn't say that but it was there was a lot of people out that knew each other it was sure. fun it was social and then we got locked down like the next month yeah so that was hard so but it I was. am grateful for that and I think about that day really uh, with a lot of uh, warmth in my heart that I was able to celebrate something like yeah, that. Yeah, we, we just made it under the bar there. I know, yeah. it was just like just barely <laughs> there. Yeah, we would have had to do that to be a, a Zoom meeting or something, which I would know. not have been as fun to do karaoke on Zoom than it was no, at Silent No, I missed the karaoke You did miss piece. that, though, didn't you? I know, I was like, <sighs> had my curfew. But um, that that's fun, and I hope people who did have big wins and i like to start meetings off with wins sometimes and that's another way i like to celebrate like regular life is mm-hmm. i do start meetings off with did you have a win sometimes uh, in our team meetings but um I, I hope people who experienced things to celebrate during the shutdown of covid and all that i hope that they have like a time to celebrate now or they have planned like delayed celebration. <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe that'll be like fun for this summer that people are like having like random celebrations mm-hmm. of things that happened last year. I would love to see that like with a, like be hashtagging. <laughs> I think I, <laughs> 2020 delayed celebrations. I actually think I saw something about someone was doing a 2020 celebration lately and it's 2021. So they were like recognizing it from last year. I I forgot what it was. I think that's awesome. It might've been like a graduation or- I hope so. Something along those lines. Anyways, they were like, they had even called it the 2020, right? So My high school graduation, my high school reunion was supposed to be last year. Um, We had to, we had to cancel it. And so one of the, we have a Facebook group and one of the, one of my classmates was like, so are we uh, gonna do that this year? And I was like, (laughs) I guess, like we could, (laughs) why not? 
Nothing stopping Back to you. the future. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. We have a theme. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. But yeah, no, I think it's it's a big deal. It's it's a big deal to celebrate little things. It's a big deal to celebrate, you know, getting in a routine. It's a big deal to celebrate starting a new habit. It's a big deal to <laughs> celebrate anniversaries and birthdays and and all of those things. So I think um, it doesn't have to be a big thing to celebrate as well. Um, and I think that that's part of when you're when you're talking about celebrating things, it doesn't have to be something huge. Um, and we need to celebrate those daily things that, especially if we're trying to make small changes. Totally agree. Maybe we can talk about habits, small changes and routines in a future episode. Yeah, that's my jam. That's your jam. All right. What a teaser. One of them. <laughs> One of your jams. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. Of course. Anytime. This has been Mapping Healthy Minds, a podcast that explores the intersection of mental health and life. For more episodes, you can find the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and we are also on social media sites, Facebook and Instagram. Website for the show is mappinghealthyminds.com, which has access to all the episodes that we've recorded so far and a little bit more about the show. Thanks so much for listening, and if you enjoyed the show, give us a review or tell a friend. It's the best way for us to pass the word on to other people. Mapping Healthy Minds is brought to you by Compass Counseling and is produced and hosted by yours truly, Justin Lewis.